0: If you have any questions about the book, or you want me to read something, or you want to shout out, or if you just want to contact me, you can email me at moonthenightwing12 at gmail.com. The email will be in the description. Now back to the book. Hello, and welcome back to another bonus episode. Today we are talking about rainwings. So i know i'm not supposed to be as opinionated but i just want to say one thing when i first read the book my first thought was like night wings but now it's more rain wings like to be a dragon in the wings of fire because they're just so cool they've got cool powers they've got cool like camouflage scales and where they live is really nice and they're like super chill and i was like that's really cool um but let's just get to the facts Uh, start with their abilities they can camouflage their scales which is basically their description um they don't have a color scheme like they can be any color but different colors tend to mean different things so as we see white and pale green seems to mean more like i'm injured i'm hurt um purple is jealousy or lying or guilt Uh, dark blue seems to mean kind of like not like almost like pride i want to say um pink and yellow and orange like all those bright fun colors they mean excitement happiness is why most of the rainings are like that because they don't really have anything to worry about because they live in a forest where there's no danger um and then we see like also pink can mean blushing um as we see in glory a lot because she wants to hide her blushing but I feel like most Rain rings tend to stay bright and happy and colorful. and But they use their skills really well. In book three, when uh, Glory goes to fight up against for the queen, we see that... Oh, I don't remember which queen. But one of the queens, she stays purple the whole time to hide her guilt because she keeps cheating. Which I think is really cool. And their skills would also be very helpful in battle. But obviously, they don't fight. Um, because, well... They can basically just have a huge sneak attack, but obviously they don't. Um, another ability is they can shoot deadly venom from their fangs, which is awesome. It doesn't necessarily kill people, but it severely damages, not people, dragons, but it can severely damage them. Um, as we see in Queen Scarlet, uh, Glory didn't actually kill her. Uh, she just like really messed up her face, like really messed up her face. Another thing is they have, like, these tails that, like, coil at the end. I'm not exactly sure what they're called. Um, But they can kind of, like, swing from branch to branch if, I don't know, maybe their wings are hurt or something. Very good for the rainforest. Kind of like a monkey or Tarzan, maybe. Yeah, which is just cool. Um, They have a very weird, uh, like, royal system. I feel like it's the weirdest out of all of them. They have, they had five queens, I think, and then they would transition every six months. Um, But none of the queens were queens from royal blood or because they were, like, all the, the tribe voted them. They were queens because they were selfish, and their names were, like, pretty. Like, it was splendid and grander. The only exception was fruit bat. And the reason they were queens is because they're selfish and they just wanted all of the tribe benefits. Like, one of them wanted access to the pretty, like, the flowers, one for fruit, one wanted the tribe to make stuff for her sloths. Like, super stupid, selfish stuff. Um, and, not like any other tribe, they don't kill for the que- position of queen. Nobody actually really wants to be queen, but if there were to be a queen, Um, they do, like, that little game thing that Glory did, but I feel like each, I don't, I think each, like, time it's different, so they might have camouflage or, like, fruit race or something like that. Um, but yeah, they have a very interesting rural system. Where they live, where they live is cool, like, it's a rainforest, but they kind of, like, didn't make their home on the floor they made their home on the trees so it's kind of like this web of like bridges and like little homes on trees and platforms and hammocks and they seem to be like a very almost fluid tribe so they like can like be very flexible to their environment um and they can like easily move i also think it's cool how their like working system works so they have like half the day they work half the day they sleep So, like, each person has their own, sorry, each dragon has their own little, like, thing to do. So, one dragon might be in charge of, like, gathering fruit or teaching the young how to fly or making sure all the platforms are correct, which I think is a cool way, other than, like, every man, every dragon for themselves, um, which I feel like a lot of, like, the ice wings are, uh, for example. Uh, And now, as we move on to some of the characters, Uh, the biggest character we have is probably Glory. Uh, she was kind of an outsider, an outcast to her own tribe, uh, because she was raised under the mountain. And she didn't really know, didn't really know how things worked, like, that they don't have parents. Well, they have parents, obviously, but, like, nobody actually knows who their parents are. Or that if your venom, like, makes another venom stop burning, you're related to them. Stuff like that. Um, but she ends up being queen and ends up ruling really easily, is really well, She helps her tribe go from, like, going very lazy dragons to, I mean, being okay. I feel like they could still have room for improvement, but they're great. Um, Next, we have Kinkajou. Kinkajou is probably the main reigning in Arc 2. She's very excited, very bubbly, and from where she described, I wouldn't say she's very old. She's probably, like, three, maybe. Um, but I really like her personality, and I think it's, like, almost like a little sister um, that you would have, like, super excited, super, like, happy all the time, as we can see by her color palette in in book six, where it's always, like, pinks and yellows and all that happy stuff. Uh, next, we have Jimboo, who is Glory's brother. He is also very like Kinkajou. I mean, I feel like mo- like most of the Rainwings very like excited and bubbly, but I feel like he always needs to be helpful. Like he always wants to be helpful. Like he's always offering his services or making sure that, he's, that people know he's there, so that he can like help others, um, as we see with uh, in Book Three when he's always like, "I can do this. I can do that." And finally, we have Mangrove uh he we actually don't see a lot of him it's just mainly in book three but he's like I feel like he's one of the more laid-back rainwings he like not as excited and happy um mainly I think it was because um Orchid was missing in like book three so he's really sad but I feel like he was more like relaxed and thought stuff through more like I feel like he would be like Almost like that thoughtful grandpa if he was a human. So yeah, that's all the Rain Wings. Um, I really like their tribe. I think it's cool how their royal system works. But yeah, thank you for listening. See you guys next time. Bye.